But anyway, guys, we have a good word for you today. Also, we want to <laughs> let you guys know, um, do us a favor, share the broadcast, get the word out. Um, but we want to let you know, we've been having these awesome meetings this week. Oh, well, yeah. I, I said, we've been having these meetings. We had one. We had one, but that's how good it was. That's how good it was. It was like a whole week of meetings all in one meeting. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> Natalie's here. Good to see you, Natalie. Hi. Um, but anyway, so today we're going to be talking about basically what God's been doing and what God will be doing, you know, yeah. this week. I'm actually really excited about it. Last yeah. night was our first night of Amazing Acts Weekend. Yes. Guys, if you are not have not been able to be there last night, we have these meetings all week long. From Monday through Friday, so not all week, but, you know, from Monday through week. Friday. Night long. All week night long. <laughs> all, all, all week, yeah. Are they called weeknights? I know they're weeknights. Weeknights. Week I don't know. I might have just made it up. Hey, it works. I don't know. It'll be in the, the dictionary soon since, you know, higgledy-piggledy is. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, every weekday night yes. of this week, we're going to be having these powerful, amazing acts uh, services where basically signs, wonders, miracles, like the Lord's going to be yeah. moving, destinies are going to be fulfilled. It's, yeah. it's, uh, last night was already phenomenal. Well, and the, the, the Lord said that specifically, mm. correct, through pastor. He sent it to the leadership team. What did mm. he say about, pa about pathways to destiny? What did he say exactly? Um, like, Barrett, put in the comments. Destinies, basically yeah. destinies are being changed and yeah. this week. Mm -hmm. Like it's a destiny changing week, destiny yeah. altering week basically was the context of it. Well, yeah. see the exact wording that the, the Lord said through pastor, but yeah. it's important. It's And we've had a lot of, we everything that the Lord has us do is important, obviously. Like we have a lot, we have um, a special Sunday night service once a month, our Holy Spirit service. And I think probably some people are, can kind of be like, well, it's kind of like a Holy Spirit service. Like I've been to those, like, yeah. no, it's okay. I'll, I'm going to get my laundry done or whatever. And there's that temptation. The flesh is like, oh, let's do nothing. Let's stay home or whatever. But it's yeah. life altering. Yeah. Truly life altering. And it's so important for anyone who can get to these meetings to get to them because as you esteem them, God is pouring out. This is not just an event that's, hey, let's have a, let's, um, Let's market the church. Let's let's yeah. grow the church and have an event and bring people together, and then maybe we can grow and market ourselves. That is not what this is. This is from the Holy Spirit has called these meetings to fill people and to change their lives. So if you'd like your life to be changed, these are the meetings to be at. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's important, you know. Well, yesterday on the Word, we were talking about building expectations. Yeah, that was and so good, guys. Yesterday for the Word, if, you, if you've ever wondered, like, have you ever gone into a service and you're like, you know what, I think a, a lot of people got something out of that service, but I, I didn't really get something out of that service. Or, you know what, I sometimes when I go to church, I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't really want to be here, I want to be home, and you've kind of dealt with that or whatever. This is the biblical standpoint of why it's so important to come into church with expectation and, and just and everything the Lord has. It, we, it was so good yesterday. Yeah, well, it, it's, what, what was really cool is how the Holy Spirit really flowed through everything that took place yesterday. So we yeah. had like morning prayer where we were praying over, you know, the services and stuff like that. We had the broadcast where, you know, obviously, which is the broadcast, you know, but in the broadcast, you know, the Lord led us to, to talk about expect building that expectation yeah. and, you know, honoring the anointing, honoring what 
what God is doing where you're planted. Yeah. You know, we were talking about that stuff, and get, and honestly, the Holy Spirit brought that all the way into the service yesterday as well. Yeah. Where like Pastor had had these notes, and then the Holy Spirit just began to 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 move <laughs> him. So good. Yeah. Yeah. He began. So good. And it was really cool to just see like how the Holy Spirit flowed. You know, that building expectation, building expectation. You yeah. know, for what God's doing. Yeah. And it, it was just really cool to see. You know, the Holy Spirit just kind of interweave that expectation into every aspect of yesterday yeah it was so good he he was he talked last night he talked a lot about um the importance of being planted Mm -hmm. and also the importance of esteem and esteeming the the your minister your pastor Mm -hmm. your where you're at and different things like that and it was so exciting though because as he as he the holy spirit was was saying all this through pastor Mm -hmm. it was it was really showing there's more there's more than what we've seen and this is how we get there Mm -hmm. it was really exciting yeah yeah well well here's here's the the fun thing you know when we build up an expectation and an esteem for what god's doing where he's planted us man like honestly it opens the holy spirit up to really pour out on us in a level that we've never seen before you know like pastor was sharing testimonies about how like when he's overseas you know um like and he's ministering to people they're in such a position to receive that he's he's seen more mighty yeah. moves of the holy ghost you know he's laid hands on people and he literally feels like elect lightning just shooting out his arm and just bah, like he said it was like iron man you know like he just fe- he, he can yeah. sense like such a strong anointing yeah and and, and what a lot of people kind of wrongly assume and i've wrongly assumed this in the past too like how many times have you heard someone say oh well i'm not really getting fed in my church anymore you know like where they but you know what what happens and this is where you know a lot of people end up bouncing churches is like they feel the they come to a place they esteem and honor because it's new and then it's exciting you know man this is new revelation this is exciting and then after they're there for maybe three, four, five years, all of a sudden they're like, all right, this is, I've heard this story. This is, you know, what, what happens is they get familiar, just like the people in Jesus's hometown where they, st- they stopped receiving because they stopped, they, because they weren't in a position to receive. Yeah. Jesus could not give. Yeah. It wasn't that Jesus was like, well, they're not receiving, so I'm not going to give them anything. Yeah. No, the Bible specifically says, and he could do no mighty miracles there. Save, you know, except, you know, heal a few sickly. And that word is sickly, so it's like maybe a runny nose. It was small, it was small things, you know. It wasn't like mighty things that Jesus came to do. Yeah. All because of their lack of expectation and their lack of honor and esteem of the man of God, you know, and so, you know, a lot of times, you know, it it can be easy in the flesh. Like I can stand here and say, yeah, we need to esteem and honor and honor and esteem. But there have even been times whenever I just, you know, like I've heard this story before, you know, and and in my flesh and in my head, I'm like, I've heard this story before. I know where he's going with this. Yeah. But, but whenever that starts coming in, I need to immediately correct myself and be like, no, God's bringing new revelation. Cause how many times have I read you know, this passage like a bunch of times and gotten different things out of it and gotten new revelation out of it. Why? Because the word's alive, you know? Yeah. So just because I'm hearing a story that I've heard before doesn't mean that I'm not going to receive anything new. Yeah. And, and Pastor was kind of talking about that, you know, those who receive a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Yeah. And if we want and if we want to receive the fullness of the gift that God has given us, 
we got to receive it. Yeah. You know, we, we have to put ourselves in an expectation to receive it. And and honestly, I'm excited because because I believe that the people are grasping this. Yeah. Which means, hear this, which means when as we begin to grasp that honor and esteem, that means God is able to pour out in all whole new levels, which means tonight, tomorrow night, you know, What's today? Tuesday? Tuesday. Wednesday night? Okay, so Thursday night and Friday night? Like, (laughs) God's just building something up so that... See, why would God spend the whole first... Why would the Holy Spirit spend the first evening setting this up? So that He can lay a foundation to really pour out the rest of the week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm excited. Like, people are going to be receiving so much that Mm -hmm. Pastor literally said... If you sense that you need to come up and for prayer, you sense the anointing, you sense the faith, yeah. just come up. Like, yeah. just come up. Don't wait for me to point you out or whatever. Mm. Come up. It's yeah. one of those weeks where you're you're just going to re- be receiving and receiving. Mm. And, like, and that's how I felt last night, too. Mm. Like, he was talking, and he was, some of the stuff he was saying was a little bit, like, the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit. It was a little bit corrective in some ways people could take it a little bit corrective i didn't take it though as negative to me it was exciting yeah. uh, there's so much more that we can tap into tonight yeah. right yeah. now there's more that we haven't been tapping into we haven't been grasping it yeah. and that was so exciting mm-hmm. exciting to me so when he said he's like come up and i was like i've been wanting to go up for mm-hmm. for a half hour yeah. <laughs> I was like yes like amen yeah. it was just the anointing was really yeah. strong and um and what Something that, like I mentioned it for a second, but something that really stood out to me was he was talking about the importance of being planted. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll use myself as an example. Most things that we have at the church, I'm there for mm-hmm. most of the time. When I like when I moved here from out of state, um, I said it in my heart. I'm like, I'm not going to move here, totally change my life to come here, drop everything to not be... 100% involved. Yeah. So I'm 100%. I, I, I've tried to be 100% involved. So every time there are like, like different events and things that the church is having. But it really hit me a few months ago. And I realized that I, I wasn't fully in the vision of the ministry. Like I was on paper. I looked pretty, pretty planted in. And what I mean by planted is you're planted in the field where God places you. Yeah. And I, on paper, I, I looked, I, I felt pretty planted compared to some people. Maybe on paper, I could maybe make an argument. Yeah, I'm planted, convince myself. Yeah. But I realized there's more. There's more to me being mm. planted, planted. There's more for my heart to be submitted to the ministry. And and he was talking about that last night, and I really realized the again the importance of that. That you can be somewhere, like even on this broadcast right now. And this kind of happened to me yesterday, honestly, when you guys were talking about expectation. Like yesterday, as I'm listening to you guys minister, yeah. I can be listening and and receiving, but not fully really receiving, not fully mm. really in expectation of, you know what, this is a life-changing word for me. Like yesterday, as you guys were talking, it was so cool because just the anointing was there and, and it was like, you know what, we can receive now. We don't even have to re- wait till tonight. We can receive now. Mm. And and with being planted, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, there's, a, there's some type of a mix between expectation and being planted, but... Um, and like recently, honestly, I've had things come up. I've had conversations with people, like being completely honest. I've had conversations with people and it was so slight, 
but people were kind of trying to unplant me a little bit from being here. And it was, this is what that looks like. Marky, you know, you just, you have, you have, you know, such a, you have a call of God on your life. Just make sure you don't get too comfortable where you're at. Make sure you, um, make sure you, you don't stay in one place forever. Make sure you're, you're not, um, different things like me. Make sure you don't have blind loyalty or your, uh, all these things like that. And it can sometimes come from people who honestly you think have your best interest. Yeah. But it sounds good. It sounds so, so great. It's, it's so encouraging. I have a, I have a call. Mm. I mean, we all have a call. Yeah. Go ye and, mm. and preach the, the gospel to the world. Yeah. We all have the great commission. But it's so it's like you know what you're just you're special. This is what this this is what unplanting can look like. You're special. You you should be doing more than you're doing right now. You know th- th- you should be m- make sure that you have a vision for your life and that you don't drop your vision for your life. But what that is is that's division. Mm-hmm. So if I'm that's thinking literally, what it is. literally division. So mm-hmm. if I'm thinking okay. I need to make, I'm 26. I need to make sure that I am doing the most with my life. I need to yeah. make sure that I'm fulfilling the call of God on my life yeah. and, not, and not holding myself back and having dreams and vision for my life. Mm-hmm. It can sound really good and people can, can make it sound really good, but my vision is only fulfilled in where the Lord plants me. Yeah. I cannot, God planted me here, so my vision is here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if I try to have a vision for my life, mm-hmm. I don't have the vision that the Lord has for me. You can only fulfill it where God places you. Yeah. And that really stuck out to me a lot. And it was cool because he's, that had come up recently, and then the Holy Spirit's talking about it through pastor last night. And I'm like, that's, that's been attacked. Yeah. Like that's not that's not coincidence mm-hmm. that I'm having conversations with people that yeah. are trying to unplant me, mm-hmm. while right now this word of the Lord's coming out. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not coincidence. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Like it was really cool what Pastor was talking about because he was talking. See, here, here's the thing. And, and Barry, could you put in the comments um, what Pastor said specifically about the vi- the visions uh, or the what was it? Pathways the to destiny. Past- pathways to destiny. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, like, it, it's re- a reality. What is division? It's two visions. You know, and what, what does the enemy want to do is he wants people to enter into a church and be like, all right, I know this is the direction the church is going, but I think we should do this. You know, and what does that do? It, it's that, see, when people say unequally yoked, you know, don't be unequally yoked with a non-believer. Like, they always just kind of assume that's, you know, uh, you know, you have an atheist non-believer here and you're m- marrying, you know, but you're going this way and you're trying to go in two different directions. But but what, what does a yoke do? It makes sure you're going straight in the same oh, direction. That's true. So that's if, 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 if one person's trying to go this way, see, they might both be kind of going towards heaven, maybe, <laughs> you know, but one person's going straight and another person's just askew. It's going to cause, you know, a rift until that, until something breaks. You know, it's not... That, yeah. that in itself is an issue, you It'll know, come so to that, a breaking point. yeah, that's unequally yoked because this person trying to pull this way while you're trying to pull this way. 
and, and that'll keep you out. Um, better put, amazing acts, the pathway to your supernatural destiny. See, recognize this. We're not saying you don't have a destiny. We're not saying you don't have, a, God doesn't have a vision and a plan for your life. But the thing is, where do you discover and find that destiny and that vision? It's where you're planted. Yeah, it's when truly. It's when you submit to the planting of the Lord. We're not just talking about, you know, I'm just going to go somewhere where I think is right, you know, and just fully give myself. No, I need to be seeking the Lord. And if the Lord's planted me here, which you need to have a resolve on that, but if the Lord's planted me here then the only place that I can find vision and destiny for my life is by, is by submitting myself to the vision and planting and destiny that, yeah. of, of where the Lord's bringing me and where the Lord's planted me. Yeah. So I could be in a place where I, I, I might feel my flesh, man, I could be doing more. But the reality is, the, well, the reality is you can in your head and in the natural probably be doing more somewhere else, but you're going to be... Uh, you're not going to be able to fulfill your destiny. You're not yeah. going to be able to fulfill the vision that God's given to your life. See, if God's laying a foundation, what he's doing is he's laying a foundation so that you can have a supernatural destiny. Yeah. You know, that's what this week is. If you want to discover your supernatural destiny, this is the place to be. You know, this th these meetings are the places to go because God will begin to reveal things in you yeah. and through you, through pastor, you know, God will begin to do things mighty in your life, in your life, in my life, in my mom's life, in all Mr. Will's life, in Barrett's life, and in uh, Marilyn's life, and in Abby's life. You know, God's going to begin to do mighty things as we plant ourselves. And so when pastor said, we're having this week of meetings, what, what a planted person will do is not say, well, you know, I already have, you know, something scheduled that night. You know, no, a, a planted person is going to say, what can I do to make sure, you know, not, we're not saying that you're not going to, you have to be at every single night, but, but make it a priority. You know, as much as I can, I'm going to be doing what yeah. the Lord's calling me to do in my planting. And, yeah. and look at this, you know, in the book of Acts, because we're talking about the book of Acts, see, a lot of people say we need to get back to the book of Acts church, you know? We need to get back to the book of Acts. And we do. Oftentimes, though, this looks different than what we actually think we want. You know, when we say we need to get back to the book of Acts church, I don't know what people necessarily think that that means. <laughs> um, but, you know, as we're going through the book of Acts, it'll help us to actually see what that means. Look at this. In uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says this, and you can put that in the comments. They were continually, put that in the comments, continually, continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teachings. What does that mean? That means continually at all times, anytime they were preaching and teaching the word of God, hmm. they were there. Wow. They were there. <laughs> it takes a lot of humility, though, because <laughs> I'm sure a lot, it's easy to be like, well, mm -hmm. I know what these services will be like. I've, mm -hmm. I've been to Boomerang for a yeah. year or for two mm -hmm. years or six months, and I can pretty much, I, I think yeah. I can guess what these meetings will be like. So I don't right. need to be there. I don't, I, I'm good. Like, yeah, but, but this <laughs> is what planting looked like. This is the Acts Church right here. Yeah. Continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship. So, oh, man, there's life group going on tonight. Oh. I'm going to be there. Oh. <laughs> See, this, this is the book of Acts church, uh, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, communion, you know, eating meals together, 
you know, like, hey, you want to come to my house? that's not spiritual. That's not the Bible. Yeah, but no, that's Bible. And to <laughs> prayer. Oh, we have uh, Friday night prayer night. We have 6 a.m. prayer. You know, we I have... I can pray at home. We, <laughs> see, th that's a lot of times. But see, what, what we're not saying is you need to be at every single thing that goes on. But if you're able to, why, why, why won't you? Why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're able to be there, I'm going to do everything that's within my power to be planted where God's planted me. The next yeah. verse is this. And everyone, because of that, because of that, everyone kept feeling a sense of awe and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. Yeah. Yeah, what we're talking about is not for the sake of boomerang. Mm -hmm. No, no, and, and it's not for the sake of legalism either. Because you can get to a point where, where like, if you're in like condemnation because, oh man, like, like my my great grandmother's having her like 99th birthday party on Saturday, and you know, like on Saturday morning at 6 a.m. and I might have to miss, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, there's no prayer at Saturday morning at 6 a.m. <laughs> but like, but we're not saying be get into this place of condemnation and legalism, what we're saying is have that heart that says something's going on. I want to be a part of it. I want to yeah. be a part of what God's doing where he's planted me in particular. Um, yeah. there, there's actually another passage that I just pulled up that, um, oh, uh, Acts chapter 5, verse 42. And, and th this is a very similar, uh, a, a very similar thing. Um, it says, and every day. So look at this. Picture, picture this. If we had services every single day, of every single day, like Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays, look, this is what they're doing. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they kept right on preaching and teaching Jesus as the Christ. Every, wow. They had services every single day in the Acts Church. You know? wow. So if we're saying we want to get back to the Acts the book of Acts Church. I mean, you see that happening at, at the river right now. Yeah. They, they're like, what, 450 days into... Yeah, into, I don't know what the number is. It's yeah, a lot. They're well over 400. Oh, look, Derek oh. just said it. <laughs> Dr. Ronnie is having services every single day, and their people serve joyfully. See, the, pe the people aren't there, man. I've been doing camera, too, for... <laughs> Five days straight, <laughs> and I just need a break. Right. No, no, they're saying, hey, I have the privilege of being in the anointing. Yes. See, because the times, the Bible says, don't forsake the gathering of the believers, but do it all the more as you see the day approaching. How many of you guys see the day approaching? You know, like, we, we can yes. recognize we're in an interesting season right now, and, you know, Jesus is coming very, very soon. What does that mean? We need to be all the more ready and prepared, yes. you know, and how do we ready ourselves and prepare ourselves? By being submitted to the planting of where yeah. God's placed us. So yeah. if there's something going on, I'm going to make it a priority to, to be yeah. there. I might not be at everything. I might not be able to be at every single thing that takes place. But if you're not, you ha that that needs to be something led by the Lord. Yeah. That's not just a decision mm -hmm. that you make. If if yeah. the if the if where you're planted is having an event, is having something, mm -hmm. it's for you. And if you're not going to be there, that needs to be the Lord specifically saying yeah. it, and not us just picking and choosing what we're yeah. going to be at. Yeah. Because I don't struck. Pastor said this last night. You know, I don't structure my life. And then if God fits in, he fits in. Yeah. No, God is my life. You know, yeah. this Pastor, is my life. Pastor and, Nicole just basically said that. She oh, said, really? people already think we are far out because of our being all in. Mm. Those in Acts were given to God, not squeezing God in. Oh, well, there you go. That's better than what I was about to say. <laughs> but it, it, it's the truth. You know, like a lot of times we see in America, we compartmentalize our lives. I got my Christian box here. I got my work box. I got my sleep 
nap time box. I got my um, my kids and you know school and you know sports and we have all these boxes and we try to jumble them all together. And yeah. if 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 where if we have a sporting event and there's a church service, well, you know, we'll we'll just pick and choose which box we want to choose. Yeah. You know. But in reality, no, all of these should fall under the circle of yeah. my faith in, in God and, and my planting and where God's called me yeah. to be. And because I'm not going to move. See, see, we, a lot of times we can put our Christian box aside and say, OK, well, my job is promoting me to, to this new state. So I'm going to go there. And we kind of forget about the reality that my life, my Lord is not my job. My Lord is not me. My Lord is not convenience. My Lord is Jesus Christ. Yeah. And if he's my Lord, everything that I do is structured and it falls under, Lord, what do you want me to prioritize right now? Lord, yeah. what do you want me to do right now? God, I know there's a baseball game this this Saturday, but there's also soul winning Saturday. Lord, you know, like I'm giving it to God and yeah. say, Lord, I, you know what? I, throw the baseball game away. Winning yeah. souls is, is a priority because you're my priority. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so I'm going to throw all that aside and just say, Lord... Lord, if, if you have any other direction or instruction, I'm going to submit to the planting that you've given yeah. me. And, be, and re, again, hear this. This is not like a legalistic and, well, uh, Pastor Nicole said this. If serving and pursuing God is an inconvenience, we need to check ourselves because we're about to wreck ourselves. Mm -hmm. See, if it's an inconvenience to, to be planted, then, then what's actually happening is we're probably doing it more in ourselves than yeah. we're doing it in His strength. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Where's the place that you can find the most rest? Is it at home watching Netflix or is it under the anointing yeah. where the Prince of Peace is pouring out on you? Yeah. Right? Like, oh man, I was just having, it was a long day and I just felt like I needed to rest. Well, you know, so that's why I didn't go to service. Well, where do you find the most rest? Yeah. The Bible says those who dwell in the shelter of the Lord will find rest under the shadow of the Almighty. It's rest true. is found in Him. Yeah. Rest is found in the anointing. Peace is found in the anointing. Grace is found in the anointing. Yeah. So, you know, if I need rest, the best place for me to find rest is where God is. And that, that goes back to expectation. I was mm -hmm. actually, yesterday, I caught myself, I was getting ready for the service, and I caught myself thinking, okay, I need to get, I, I need to eat dinner. Do I need to get a drink? Should I have, like, coffee? Should I have any type of caffeine to keep me awake or whatever? Yeah. And I started thinking down this path, and the, the pathway was a, was a negative expectation of basically... I'm going to be tired or I'm going to be hungry or um, all these things. And I caught myself and I'm like, if tonight's going to be life changing, why am I? Con if that's the case, I'm not going to be concerned about food. If I'm if I am, my life is being altered. My destiny is being altered and I'm receiving from God in the anointing. I'm not going to be concerned about food. And I caught myself like, no, I'm not going into this yeah. negatively expecting all that. And I've had many times, honestly, where I've gone into like a prayer night or something like that. And, I've, you know, you have that kind of like stress try to come on you of the natural circumstances of mm -hmm. I need to do this, I need to do that. And, oh, I need to do laundry and I can't do that. And your flesh would be like, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I want to do that. And, I can't. and, and then I'd be like in service or in the prayer night or whatever, sitting under the anointing. And I'm like, this is the most restful, best place I could be. Yeah. Why did I not? Why did any part of me even wish that I could be convenienced at home, resting mm -hmm. when I can be in the anointing and in the yeah. presence of the Lord? And if you're in a service 
and you're like drained and you're hungry and all these things are going on, that's not the service's fault. That's not the inconvenience of the service. Yeah. That's our fault for our expectation being off and us not receiving. Mm -hmm. But, you know, something else that I was, I was thinking about, the Lord, the Lord uses people to help us be where we need to be, to encourage each other, you know, life group, different things. The Lord uses people to, to, to bless each other. But the, Lord, or, but the enemy also will try to use people. And yeah. something that I've seen a lot is when it comes to being planted, the enemy will try to use people to unplant you. And there may be people even watching right now, and you have people in your life who even just slight comments, like, you know, you're just, you're so anointing. You have such a call of God in your life. Are you sure you're supposed to be there? Are you sure you're not supposed to be doing something else? Or, you know what, there's this other church and they're just, oh, it's so great. Or, oh, do you have time for church? Like, man, with all your kids and stuff, do you have time for that? Yeah. Whatever it is, if you have people that are speaking that stuff into you, cut the conversation off. Right. Don't allow that into your life. Because like I said, the recently I had a conversation like that. As they're talking, I'm like, you know what, this is not right. This is mm -hmm. wrong. I'm, yeah. And I'm, I'm, in, I'm trying to like put it down and like, nope, mm -hmm. that's not right. That's not right. And it's still, because I allowed the conversation, it still allowed a, 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 a type of discouragement mm -hmm. in me. Yeah. So you don't even want to put up with that. Like if yeah. people are trying to distract you, mm -hmm. if people are, are trying in any way, even slightly to unplant you, yeah. don't put up with that. Yeah. Don't allow that. Don't allow yourself to hear that and mm -hmm. be in those conversations. Cut yeah. it off. Do what you need to do. Obviously, if you're married to them, like <laughs> there, there's a certain level of wisdom with certain relationships that you can reach yeah. out to pastors about, reach out for wise counsel. But do your best to, to not allow people to pull you away yeah. from where you're supposed to be. Yeah, well, put, put this in the comments, Romans 16, 17. And this is what it says, Romans 16, 17. It says, now I urge you, brethren. So he, like, urging is pretty strong, right? Yeah. I, I urge you. Like, Very this strong. is important. I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teaching which you learned. Uh, another word for dissension is division. Mm. Keep, keep your eye. Like, like recognize yeah. where those who try to spark division, who try to cause you to, to unplant yourself. Keep your eye on people who say, well, I, I know pastor would probably say this, but I think this. Or yeah. keep your eye on people who said, well, pastor said this in the message, but I don't agree with that. Keep your eye on those kinds of people because what are, what, what's happening? What, does, what, what is that? Why? Okay, well, let's, let's finish reading this and then I'll keep talking. Keep your eye on those who cause divisions and hindrances contrary to the teaching which you have learned and turn away from them. Turn away from them. Mm. Uh, I, I like how yeah. it says in the, in the NIV. Well, in the NIV, it says keep away from them. Yeah. In the New Living, it says stay away from them. Uh, the ESV says avoid them. Turn away from them. You know, like literally stay. Basically, th these are the people like these are there. There's very few times in scripture where it says avoid these kinds of people. Yeah. The people who have a form of godliness but deny the power. Pastor was talking about that last night. Also, people who cause division and dissension. People who try to plant that. Why? Because they're literally being led by devils. Yeah. The division, dissension is a sin. Is a sin. There, there's a there's a point. I, I forget exactly where it is. It's either in First Corinthians or Galatians or Ephesians or Philippians or Colossians or one of those verse chapters. 
uh, or books, um, where it's listing right next to witchcraft and idolatry and fornication, then it has divisions and dissensions. Like, it's a demonic thing. So, like, whenever we see someone who's trying to cause a division, trying to bring a wedge between you and, especially you and where the Lord planted you, keep an eye on that. And recognize. So what does he mean when he says keep an eye? Anytime that person tries to, you know, encourage you or strength, keep an eye because you know where, where their heart is. You, you know what the root of that is. Okay, I recognize that there's that the enemy might be trying to use this person to cause a division. You know, I, I, you can minister yeah. to them, but, but yeah. really he kind of says very clearly. Yeah. You kind of want to avoid those people. Well, that, Not kind of. He says avoid them. Well, and that goes back to what I was saying. So yeah. I allowed a conversation that was very much... Um, in in kind kind words and and in the natural looked fine, but it, it was a conversation that really, if you look at it, was trying to cause division of me being here, mm-hmm. and I I allowed the conversation, knowing it was off, knowing it was wrong, I I still allowed the conversation, and I tried to I tried to talk back to the person and say, you know what, that's not right. What you're saying isn't right. It's Still affected me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I was like like about I had my bags packed and I was gonna leave leave North Carolina. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, but it, it it did something. It caused something to it caused a root of something that shouldn't have been there, even that I didn't even know was there. I didn't even realize it until the Lord brought it up. Mm-hmm. So that's why you avoid it. Like don't even entertain it. Don't mm-hmm. even have those conversations. Yeah. Don't argue with people. Mm-hmm who are trying to cause division, don't even entertain those conversations. Mm. It says avoid yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And, and also, I, I would even add this, because I feel like the Lord just showed me this, avoid even those thoughts. Yeah. You know, because it might not even come through a conversation from somebody else. Yeah. It could just come from the enemy trying to plant a thought into your mind yeah. of, you know, you could probably do an- you could probably be doing more somewhere else. You know, like, like no, I got to take that thought captive and, and make it obey Christ. No, this is where the Lord's placed me. I'm not going to even entertain that thought. Well, pastor said this, and it didn't really sound, and it, it didn't really sit right with you. Well, that's because it didn't sit right with my flesh, because that's the thing that I'm dealing with, and I need to get over, you know, and my flesh didn't like it. But, like, yeah. the enemy will be like, well, do you really need to do that? You know, do you really need to? No, I, I cannot even entertain that thought. I need to avoid those thoughts. Anytime... Those thoughts even might try to rise up. No, I'm going to squash it right now. Because any thought that Mm -hmm. causes division is an opportunity for me to become the person that the Bible says to avoid. (laughs) And I don't want to become that person. I don't want to become that person. Pastor Nicole said uh, that this is one of those broadcasts, broadcasts, broadcasts. That every Christian needs to to watch and rewatch. She said this was good. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Baird said you can't negotiate with people who are being moved by a spirit that's not the Lord. Persuasive words don't change their opinion. And yeah. heck, you can see that in the Book of Acts when Paul's trying. Paul, by Paul, most more often you read in First Corinthians chapter two. He he said, I don't operate by persuasive words of wisdom, but by demonstration of spirit and power. There was there's actually one point in Acts where you know he went to the Corinthian church or I think it was the Corinthian church it was a church where he tried to debate with them uh-huh. and it was it, and it was and it didn't work out very well you know yeah. like the, the people weren't able to receive it so then he went back now I'm gonna operate in the spirit of you know the spirit and power because that's where lives change that's where people change yeah but uh but it's not by debating it's not by negotiating you don't you can't like barrett said no. you can't negotiate with with no. people moved by a demonic spirit no yeah it's like like when people are like casting like demons out of people and mm-hmm. stuff do you have a conversation with the demon like mm-hmm. 
No, you don't do that. You don't allow that. You don't even let them get that thought into you. And like, even if it's your own thought, you don't, you don't even entertain that thought. You yeah. don't even try to think about it. You know, I, I've something I've done a lot is I've tried to logically think my way through it. If I have a, if I have a thought, I've tried to logically place it or whatever. Yeah. You don't even do that. You don't even try to figure it out. Just yeah. nope, that's not from God. Not thinking about that. Yeah, and I guess this is an important caveat. You know. Just because someone's causing division doesn't mean they're absolutely possessed by no, a demon. <laughs> you know, no, I, I feel not, like someone can be no. like, oh, so next no. time someone tries to, you know, say, are no. you sure you should be there? Cast the devil out of them. That's not <laughs> no. what we're saying. But, but there are, a, the Bible talks about, you know, doctrines of devils. Yeah. You know, the Bible talks that, that, and recognize this, the devil doesn't always show up with big horns and a pitchfork and says, murder everyone. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. No. It starts with something that seems right seems good, seems pleasurable, in something that, that's, that sound, you know, the, the apple, you know, or not the apple, the fruit of the tree, you know. The Bible, said, the Bible tells us that Eve looked at it and saw that it was good for food, you know, it, it, and it was beautiful, and, and it looked pleasing to the taste. You know, it looked good, you know. So just because something looks good or sounds right, you know what, that sounds good. I like that. You know, someone could, I mean, right before we stepped down from my last church, um, there, there was someone that came to me on, I think it was like two weeks before I left and like they, they were, they were a pastor's wife, you know, and they came up to me and they were like, the Lord just told me that you're not supposed to leave and oh, that it's wow. wrong for you to do this, you know? Oh my goodness. And, and well, you know, I spend many, many like weeks fasting and praying over this decision. I saw it counsel from at least four different ministers who I knew were flowing in the Holy Ghost, you know, and, and like the Lord made it abundantly clear. And, and then this woman comes and she's like, no, the Lord told me you're not supposed to leave. You're not supposed to do this, you know? And all of a sudden I was like, well, this is fun. I know you're lying to me, you know? And, wow. and but, but it's, it, it was one of those things where like, like she was like, the Lord has big things. She was saying things that sounded right. You know, the Lord has such good. big things yeah. for you. Yeah, and and don't get derailed from that. But but this is why knowing what the Lord's telling you to do is important. Yeah. Because what was the Lord doing? He was getting ready to plant me where I needed to be for this season in particular. You know, yeah. for what He's about to do here. You know, uh, you know, the Lord was get, was planting me in this house. You know, and, yeah. and so what? Here's the thing. When you're in a place, Pastor was talking about this last night. You know, we remember like those who have a form of godliness but deny the power, avoid those kinds of people. Mm -hmm. When you're in a place where the spirit of God's moving, where where um, where signs, wonders, miracles, like the Book of Acts is being done. You know, when you're in places like that, that that's a solid place to be. And the second you choose to plant yourself in there, the devil wants you out. Yeah. He doesn't want you to be there for very long because if you're there for long enough, then you'll plant yourself in a, in a, in a way that he won't be able to uproot you. He's going to try to uproot you from the planting. The devil yeah. doesn't want you. Here, here's a big piece of revelation. The devil doesn't want you to be where God wants you to be. Yeah. That's, I, I know that that's really deep. <laughs> but the devil doesn't want you to be where God wants you to be. Where does God want you to be? Where you're going to thrive, find your destiny, find your purpose. You know, what, what does Jesus say? He says, those who lose their life for my sake will find it. What, what's he saying? He's saying, get rid of the, the, you know, this is what I think would be best for me. Maybe if I was doing something else, that would be right. That would be good for me. No, he's saying, if you lose that, 
you know, or, you know, you have such a, a high, you know, make sure you're following your vision. He's saying, actually, Jesus said, surrender that vision for my sake. And that's when you're going to actually find vision. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you when you mm -hmm. give up your life for my sake, you'll find it. But he says, but when you try to hold on to that, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. No, I'm going to take this and I'm going to go somewhere that seems better for me. You're going to lose you're going to lose your vision. You know, that that's literally what Jesus is saying. He said, yeah, he's literally saying because, you know, this is modern, you know, church. They'll say, well, Jesus is trying to say is you want to give up all the good things in your life and he's going to give you a miserable life. You yeah. know, like like get, you got to give up and do all those things and your life is going to be rough. But, you know, it'll be worth it in the end. No, that's not what Jesus is saying. He's saying, I got something so much better for you. Stop holding on to those things. Stop holding on yeah. to all your compartments. But I really like, you know, the sports. I really like, you know, Sunday afternoon football. You know, I really like those things. I don't want to go out and fellowship with the church. You know, yeah. no, we, we try to hold on to all these things. But he's saying, if you give this up, you're actually going to find what true life looks like. Yeah. Life in abundant life. If you're willing to give up those things, man, I'm going to, th this is literally what Jesus is saying. I'm going to give you true vision, true purpose, true hope, true joy by, by you just being willing. I'm going to lay this on the altar, God, and I'm going to give you all of it. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's when we find the best of life. Yeah. I think so often people fall into this trap of yeah. I'm going to plant myself at this ministry for three years and then after that I'm going to start my own church and yeah. I'm planted right now mm. I'm planted right we, now we, ske I, I we have... schedule our plantings yeah we in, schedule in five it. years then I'm going to do something else yeah that's not that's well, not being planted and the, the fun thing is a lot of times for those people, whenever their 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 predetermined schedule comes up, all of a sudden the Lord's leading me. You know, this is the Lord leading me. When he he fo he followed your schedule so very well. <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. You know, you gotta be, Lord. Whenever you're done with me, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, and it has to be clear. I'll hear this, God will never lead you somewhere without get without you having confirmation in your spirit in. And in the spirit of the the spiritual authorities that God's already planted you with, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and d does that make sense? Did I communicate that right? See, a lot of times people say, "Well, if Pastor doesn't understand this, then then I'm just going to do it anyway." He but just, no, God, he just wants to hold on to he me. Just, he yeah. just he just wants to use me, mm -hmm. and you know, he's scared of losing people. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. is what a lot of people try to say about different people. Yeah, which isn't true. Like God will confirm it through many different people, and you'll know that you know. You know that this is right. You'll know yeah. that you know that this yeah. is right. And and if if you were planted, if you were planted by the Lord, you know, um, then God will will not will confirm it in everywhere. See, God doesn't uproot people often. You know, if if God gave you a pastor, that He's giving you that pastor for life. You know, He's giving you that pastor for life. Now, it might look at different places at different seasons in your life. You know, like like if. If God calls someone to be an evangelist, you know, he, you still have that pastor. He's still your spiritual head and covering, but you might, you know, be, be doing different things. Yeah. However, basically, um, Abby just put it in there. God is a covenant God. Yeah. God operates in covenant. So if he plants you under someone's ministry, he's planted you there. He's planted you there. And, and it's up to us to, to esteem and honor that planting. Yeah. I, I've not really seen that in anyone um, as much as I've seen it in pastor. You know, where, where he submitted himself, like God, God gave him, you know, he has different spiritual fathers, you know, pastors and stuff like that. And, and, and I've seen pastors submit to them and honor them in ways that, that I really haven't seen much, you know, before. You mm -hmm. know, it was actually interesting whenever, 
whenever I was, whenever the Lord was leading me here and I was talking to the pastor about moving here, pastor actually called my previous, my previous pastor and, and mm. talked to him and, and was saying, Hey, you know, uh, he's thinking about coming here. And he was basically confirming, do you have peace on this? Like, what, wow. what do you see in this guy? You know, he was wow. like, he, 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 he was like, I'm not just going to take someone, you yeah. know, I need to make sure that the right things are being, yeah. you know, handled. And so, so he made sure he reached out to him and, and had that conversation because, because yeah. he esteemed that, you know, and, it, and it's really cool. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Pastor Nicole said, we must take our thoughts captive and hold them up to the word. If it's not spirit led, it's not godly. It doesn't matter who delivered it. Well-meaning people can miss it too. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, even if it's just people's emotions, people's flesh, people can just, out of emotion and stuff, can kind of derail you because of what they want and their desires. But, yeah. you know, a lot of this, like what it comes down to for me is being planted is not just giving your present. Being planted is giving your future. And mm. if you don't allow the Lord yeah. to have your future from where for where you are, you're not planted. You're not mm. really there. If you have a timeline on where you're planted, if you have expectations that are your own your heart it's it's not just are you at the activities are you at life group are you at church on sunday your heart is not going to be fully planted if the lord doesn't have your future if you if he has your timeline Mm -hmm. he has control over it then then that's being planted good good that's good (laughs) glory to god and and it's it's something he's been working on me on you know all of this what we're saying The Lord's showing yeah. me this. The Lord's yeah. showing me you need to be more planted. I mean, that's why last night I re- received so much because He was showing me that yeah. your heart hasn't been fully planted to the mm-hmm. vision yeah. because of pressure from the outside and, and different things mm-hmm. from other people and stuff yeah. that my heart, like I was here, but, but there's a heart difference of yeah. really being planted. Good. That's good. Yeah, one of the greatest ways to remain planted is to ask questions, you know. Like, hey, I, I have this feeling of, you know, like this doesn't make sense to me. Ask questions, you know, like yeah. the Lord, the Lord wants you to stay planted. You know, one of the greatest ways we can submit, you know, and in, in, to the planting mm-hmm. is honoring and esteeming what what the Lord's doing in that place. You know, yeah. we, we we're talking about it. You know, uh, Abby just said our hearts must be planted. We were talking about what did planting look like in the Book of Acts? If we want to be the Acts Church, I mean, put a hand up in the comments if you want to be like the Acts Church. You know, if you want to be like the Book of Acts. You know, yeah. we, we want to be like that, and that's what this the whole theme of this week is. What yeah. what does it look like? It looks like it looks like um, continually devoting yourself to the to the teaching. Yeah. You know, to the teaching of the Word. You know, to, there's a daily broadcast that we have, you know, yeah. devoting yourselves to that. <laughs> you know, uh, like I know people work. I know people have different schedules. I know, you know, it looks different. But like, like there have been times pastor said, hey, I want you to listen to this specific series of teachings. You know, and I was like, okay, yeah. And like three weeks later, <laughs> I was like, but I've been busy, but I really need to put myself on this. You know, yeah. when, when, you know, but it's esteeming right. things like that. Yeah. You know, I, I've missed it. I've yeah. done it wrong. We've, yeah, we've all kind of done it wrong. I have. Yeah. But but you know, devoting yourself to the teaching, to the fellowship, you know, to fellowship. I'm not the last one in and the first one out on yeah. Sunday mornings. You know, I want to devote myself to that fellowship. Yeah. I want to devote myself to the people in the body. See, how yeah. can I be connected to a body that I'm not connected to? You know, like no, I'm devoting myself to that fellowship. I'm devoting myself to to the breaking of bread, to prayer. I'm devoting myself to that. That's yeah. what it looks like. That's what deeply rooted yeah. looks like. And Pastor said last night, how can 
Albemarle mm. or wherever you're watching from your your city if your yeah. plant God has called you somewhere else how can that city esteem the ministry if we don't that's good it's not gonna happen mm -hmm. if we don't esteem the gift of God in our pastor mm -hmm. if we don't esteem the vision that he's given this ministry mm -hmm. if we don't believe it and see it and and give ourselves to it mm -hmm. how on earth is the community around us going to that's good. Yeah, see, it's it's important for us to to esteem what where God's planted us. Uh, I almost said parrot. <laughs> parrot said, I read the first word and planting whatever. She said, planting means you're not giving yourself another option. My vision is the Lord's vision. My job is to carry out the mission of the field where I'm planted. Whatever it takes, that's good. Whatever it takes, and see, the beauty of it is when as you honor the anointing of where God's placed you, uh, which, what is the, you know, what does the anointing looks like? Uh, Isaiah 61, Jesus took this, you know, passage and said, I'm fulfilling this before you. And, and Jesus, you know, he's the, the ultimate planter, but he says this, the spirit of God is on me. He's anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty for captives, freedom to prisoners, proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. This is our year of increase. Yeah. Amen. You know, just, just adding that in there. <laughs> Uh, the day of vengeance of our God to comfort those who mourn, to grant uh, those who mourn in Zion. You know, another translation says to provide for those who, who are grieving, you know, to, to bring provision. Giving them a garland uh, instead of ashes or a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of gladness or joy instead of mourning. A garment of praise instead of a spirit of, of fainting or despair or heaviness or basically depression. And then hear this, so that they will be called oaks of righteousness, uh, the planting mm -hmm. of the Lord, the planting of the Lord, so that he may be glorified. So when God plants us in the anointing, it brings him glory, it brings us joy and peace and all and provision and all these great things as we're planted where he's placed us in that anointing. Mm -hmm. and, and we already said what that planting looks like. And, and we just... I, like, I just want to encourage you, you know, you know, as you've as you've partnered with this ministry, as you've partnered with this broadcast, if you, as you've, you know, made it a point to, to listen to this teaching, you know, we would encourage you, you know, if you're not if you're not in the area, uh, if you're able to be here just for Friday or for Thursday and Friday or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday or for the rest of this week. Be here for these amazing act services because God, like, I, I mean, if this is ministered to you, everyone who put their hands up, you know, in the mm -hmm. comments saying, I want to be like the book of Acts church, you know, come, come to these amazing act services. Watch them if, you, if you're not absolute, if there's no other way for you to be a part of this, watch them online. These meetings are going to change your life yeah. and they're going to cause you to fulfill uh, a new level of your destiny. Yeah. Amen. 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 Well, guys, man, this has been exciting. This has been awesome. It's so exciting. This mm -hmm. week is, it's so exciting. Even what's yeah. cool is you can even see what the Lord's doing this week through the meetings. You can literally see it even in the broadcast. Like mm -hmm. yesterday, it started in the broadcast, yeah. even before the week start, even before the yeah. meeting started. And you can yeah. just sense it all, mm -hmm. all throughout the day and this mm -hmm. week and stuff. There's something yeah. special about this week. Yeah. How many of you guys are expectant about this week? Put another hand up in the comments if you, <laughs> if you have a great level of expectation this week. Man, I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. Amen. But guys, we love you. We are so thankful that you joined us today. Um, and we sow this broadcast into you. And if the Lord is leading you at all to partner with uh, what God's been doing here in this ministry and through this ministry, 
We just want to give you an opportunity to sew. Um, if you want to sew, you can just go to giveww.org. You can scan the QR code uh, or, you know, do any of the other stuff. Um, but really, that's all that we're going to say about that, you know, unless you have something specific. Well, it's like what comes up to me is it's a, it's a way of literally planting yourself, too, financially. Yeah, when true. you sow into the field financially, mm -hmm. you're connecting yourself with the vision. You're partnering so where this ministry goes, mm -hmm. as you sow into it, yeah. you're sowing yourself into it, and you'll go there too. Mm -hmm. So as the Lord tells this ministry, this is your year of yeah. increase, as you partner financially with that, you're partnering with that word and yeah. that vision. You're sowing into it. And so where this, <coughs> the Lord takes this ministry, you're connecting yourself with that. And that's mm -hmm. really for our sake. Yeah. It's for our sake to sow. Yeah. The Lord doesn't need our money. Mm -hmm. He he partners with us to help us. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you want to be a part of where this ministry is going, not because not of us. It's not us. We're not doing it. Mm -hmm. We're just following the Lord's direction. Yeah. And if you want to go there with us mm -hmm. as we reach the lost and fulfill the vision that God's given us, financially, that's one way you can do it. And you can yeah. also do it by uh, sharing the broadcast, mm -hmm. sending it to people. You're sowing by sharing it with people. You're helping the algorithm and everything of YouTube and Facebook. You're helping get the word out to more yeah. people. And that's what we want. That's what we desire yeah. is for the word to get to people, for the love of God to get yeah. to people. We're not marketing ourselves. We're not trying to uplift ourselves and advance ourselves. This is for the word of the Lord. Yeah. And that is good soil. That's mm -hmm. where you want to plant. Amen. Amen. So let's uh, pray for everyone sowing today. I almost said tonight, this afternoon, whatever. Whatever time it is, this 1.07 p.m. Well, let's, whatever. Father, thank you for every seed that's being thank sown you, today. Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your supernatural increase thank that's you, coming Lord. in the lives of those who sow. Father, I thank you, Lord, that this is our year of increase. Yes. And God, your thank word you, is true. Your word says so clearly that God is not mocked. Yes. Whatever a man sows, that he shall reap. Yes. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, thank that you, we Lord. don't just have sowers that are giving to the broadcast today, but we also have reapers. Thank you, Father, yes. people who reap the harvest yes. that you've, that you've prepared you, for them. And we thank you for it. God, I thank you, Lord, that every seed sown today will return back to them, pressed down, Amen. shaken together. It'll be Men will pour out back into their laps. In Jesus' name, Amen. we thank you for it. Thank we praise you, you for it. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Amen. 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 Well, thank you for joining us today. How do you normally, like, wrap up the broadcast? Like, how do you, like, I know you, like, have to cut it at a certain point. Like, mm. what do you say, like, and watch the next video. Is that what you say? Right? You're looking at me so I'm so probably going to cut it off before this now. <laughs> before this now. So, uh, you know, bye. Bye. <laughs> I was with you, Marky. I appreciated your efforts to have it be, like, Thank the you. best way to end it. I, I was, I support you. But he's going to cut me off, too, so it's fine. I can, like, super endorse Marky right now. <laughs> but, guys, thanks for being on with us. We love you. We appreciate you being with us. And tonight, you have the opportunity to join us for Amazing Acts Night 2. Last night was great. And what Pastor informed us last night is that for the rest of this week, he's going to be literally taking us down the pathway to our supernatural destiny what the Lord has specifically shown him for how to build it, how to harvest it, how to walk in it, how to avoid disruptions and thievery. Like it's, it's going to be phenomenal. So if you're able to get here, get here. Pre-service prayer starts at six. The services themselves start at 630. So come be a part of what the Lord is doing. We will see you tonight if you can come. And if you can't, we will be back tomorrow morning at 1130. Love you.